Hey everybody, today is March 12th, 2020. Welcome back to another episode of the Steam Leo Show. So today we see a flash crash in Bitcoin, we see a crash in all of cryptocurrencies, and we even see a major correction in the traditional equities markets uh, with the S&P down currently about 7.5%. Uh, and it did hit a circuit breaker this morning, shortly after open. And if you're wondering what the cause of all of this panic selling and, and flash crashing is, it's obviously due to a lot of different factors. I think it's a reaction to all of the news happening about the coronavirus, and people are trying to reduce their risk. There's a lot of uncertainty in the markets, a lot of FUD going around. People don't know what's going to happen uh, a week from now. People don't know what's going to happen a month from now or even a year from now. A lot of people are wondering how long this disease is going to last. They're wondering how long businesses will be closed, how long employees will be out of work, if people will be laid off. There's so many factors going on, uh, and we are definitely in recession mode, in my opinion. Uh, of course, the official declaration of a recession happened yesterday, but I still think we are at the beginning of this. I think there's still ways to go in terms of the potential losses we could see, both in traditional equities and in crypto. Uh, and of course, people were wondering if Bitcoin would be a storehold of value in a coming recession. I know one of the biggest selling points of Bitcoin over the past few years, and especially over the past few months, has been that in a recession environment, which people expected at some point in the near future, Bitcoin would serve as a hedge. It would serve as a safe haven from the downtrend in traditional markets, uh, similar to gold. And of course, today we see a 25% flash crash of Bitcoin and even more in the altcoin markets with most altcoins going down over 30% today. And what I keep telling people to keep in mind is that Bitcoin is a store of value in the long term. I definitely see Bitcoin as a great way to store value and to gain value over the long term. But this is still a very new market. We still have a long ways to go before this market matures and before we really see Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies serving a purpose as a hedge against traditional equities and markets. I think it's too early to assume that Bitcoin is going to work inversely to the market. And ultimately, this mar if you look at the market caps, it's such a small market. I mean, we're talking about small potatoes. We're just talking about pennies compared to the traditional equity markets, which are worth trillions of dollars. Uh, so the entire crypto space is so small, so young, so new. It's going to take a while before we really see this become a safe haven. And I wasn't fully expecting it to work as a safe haven in a recession. Um, I still expect it to perform well if you look at a long enough time frame. But of course, if you're looking at these short-term time frames, you are going to see a lot of red candles. You're going to see a lot of potential losses. Uh, I know people who have bought up here at 9K, 10K. And of course, I didn't think that was a good idea. I didn't think it was a good idea when people were buying up here, when it was going to 8K. Um, the real time to buy was if you zoom out, go back about a year from today. So when you go back about a year, look at the price of Bitcoin and see how well it's held its value so far. I mean, it's doubled in value if you go back about a year. So if you would have been buying it back here, you'd be doing pretty well still. And of course, 
you could have taken profits up here at 10K. You could have tripled your money. So when I look at investing in crypto and these markets, I, of course, am not a day trader. I'm not a technical analyst. I don't really look at charts too much. Uh, I don't look at indicators. I just look at long-term price. I look at the fundamentals of the underlying technology. And when I invest, I buy when it's low. I sell when it's high. It's very simple. And I do it over very long-term timeframes. And people are asking what I would do in this crypto situation. I've gotten a bunch of texts already this morning asking about this market and what it means for crypto, what it means for traditional equities. And of course, my answer is very simple. I hodl through all of this. I don't believe that a short-term little flash crash in Bitcoin is any indication of the technology of Bitcoin. The technology did not change overnight. Nothing changed to cause this 25% crash on a fundamental level. And so what I do in a time like this is I'm accumulating. I'm now re-entering. I wasn't buying any Bitcoin here over these past few months. And now that Bitcoin is coming back down to these levels, and I think it's possible that we'll even see these for 4,000 and possibly even 3,000 levels. I'm going to start accumulating here. I'm going to keep accumulating over the coming months if Bitcoin continues to go down. And I think this is the best strategy for my personal investments. And when you look at fundamental developments in things like Ethereum, I think Ethereum is also a great buy right now for me. I'm going to add more to my portfolio. That's the way I look at these kinds of flash crashes. These are just opportunities to pick up more. And for me, that's perfect. Uh, I actually don't mind when this happens. I think, yeah, it sucks that uh, all the potential value that you lost from here to here. A lot of people bought up here at 10K and they're down now 40%. And of course, I could have sold more up here at 10K and covered back at 6K. Hindsight is always 2020. So when you look at what's happened in the past and you look at today, you can always wonder about what could have been, what you could have done differently. Um, and I think it's good to take notes, take notes on what you did and what you could have done better and just use those in the future. But you can't dwell on the past. And of course, when something goes down and you still believe in the fundamental technology, that just means that you're getting more bang for your buck. You're getting more value for your investment. And that could be a great opportunity if you look at it the right way. So the way I'm titling this video is kind of funny because I've seen uh, this being thrown around. People are already calling this the lost year. Uh, people are already saying that this could be a year of basically low to no economic activity and where many companies, many corporations go out of business and go bankrupt and uh, bailouts happen on a federal level. And of course, it's hard to say exactly what's going to happen, but we're definitely at the beginning of this thing. Uh, we're not we're not near the end anytime soon, in my opinion, and from what I hear. And a lot of people are wondering how the financial markets could take such such a quick and such a significant downtrend so fast. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that, uh, just like in this tweet, the rug was pulled out from underneath the stock market and people found out that there's no floor underneath it. There's no real value underneath a lot of this stuff. There's so much pumping. There's so much printing that has happened in the past 50 years that people are finally waking up to the illusion of money. They're waking up to the fact that 
these markets have been held up. They've been propped up since 2008. Uh, and the economy really hasn't recovered in the way that everybody has thought that it has recovered. So in my opinion, we are still at the beginning of this thing. People are selling out of fear right now. Uh, but when the supply chains really come through, when everything, when businesses get really disrupted, when people start to really lose their jobs, uh, this is going to get a lot worse. And if you are in a good position, then this means it's a good buying opportunity for you. And if you're in an over-leveraged position, then this is definitely a terrible situation for you and you need to figure out how best to approach it, how to diversify and stave off risk. And Jim Cramer, I follow him loosely, but uh, I thought it was funny because about a week or two ago, he was talking about how uh, this is a health crisis, not a financial crisis, and the federal government uh, is not responsible to fix our monetary policies to try and correct the markets. Uh, and this week, he's obviously flipped his position. Uh, now he's very pro-government uh, action, uh, at least from what I've seen. And I think this narrative is getting interesting that everybody's now expecting the government to bail everything out. They're expecting the government to subsidize everything. Um, and perhaps this is a decent platform for someone like Bernie to come along and talk about his uh, socialism views but I won't get political with this. Anyways, I just wanted to make this short update about what's happening in the markets, what I think is happening, uh, the opportunity that I see here, and also the potential risk that I see uh, in the coming future. I don't know if this is the bottom. I don't think anybody knows if this is the bottom, uh, whether you're talking about the equities markets or whether you're talking about the crypto markets. Uh, in my opinion, you need to evaluate your own risk, evaluate your own income, figure out how safe you are in terms of income, in terms of job security, in terms of your investments, and act accordingly. For me, this is a buying opportunity, but for many other people, this might be an opportunity to jump ship, uh, reduce risk, uh, really board up their windows and, and lock down their house and, and basically go into hiding until this thing is over. Um, we all have to react differently. We all have to evaluate our own situations and stay alert try to keep up with what is really happening rather than just listening to the media um, i think a lot of podcasters are going to become the voice of reason in a time like this they're going to interview people who are really working at places like the cdc and people who are really in this thing rather than just mass market fake news and and fear mongering that has been happening uh, so that is my other suggestion is pay attention to people who are delivering real news and try to sift through the garbage that is being thrown out by the media uh, because this thing is worse than people say and it's also better than people say. I think there's two sides to this coin and a lot of and the media is playing uh, this weird game uh, with misinformation. So stay alert, stay informed, make sure to hedge your risks and keep your portfolio safe. And of course, keep your health safe. Stay healthy out there. And thanks for listening to this episode of The Steam Leo Show, and I'll catch you next time.